Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another episode of Last Minute Thoughts as the Pittsburgh Steelers prepare to take on the Indianapolis Colts. This is Behind the Steel Curtain editor Dave Schofield, and yeah, these thoughts aren't nearly as last minute as normal. Normally, this podcast goes out on a Sunday morning with the Steelers playing a game on a Sunday. Well, that's not the case this week. The Pittsburgh Steelers do not play until Monday night, so the question is, I, you know, originally thought, you know, maybe last minute thoughts is going to be running on Monday. We've got a lot of other podcasts going on Monday. We've got Jeff Hartman's with, with a let's ride in the morning. We got Brian Anthony Davis, bad language that's going around noontime, all that leading up to the game. And then of course, we'll have a post game show after the game. So with more content out there, that's normally not there on a game day. Uh, we just made the decision that let's go ahead and run our last minute thoughts Sunday morning. Um, and, and, so it's a little bit more last, not so last minute thoughts this week, but here's how this was going to go. Anyway, I, I usually do this podcast on Saturday late to get ready for Sunday morning. And it's after the four o'clock news on Saturday. Well, what, what do we mean by the four o'clock news on Saturday? 4 PM on Saturday is the deadline for teams to elevate any players from the practice squad, make any changes to their 53 man roster Anything of that nature that has to have that's going to go into effect on Sunday that has to happen by 4 p.m. on Saturday. Now, when a team plays on Monday, it's a whole different schedule, and I want you to know this right now that those moves don't have to be made until 4 p.m. Monday. That's right. Those moves have to. Oh, oh, they can make moves up until four and a half hours before kickoff. And they still are fine. You know, it, it's even less than four and a half hours. So that's the deadline. So for that to come in and then record a podcast to just have it be out there for a little bit was a little bit tough. Plus, I'm actually going to be out of town during the day for a funeral in order to then come back and catch the game. So it just made sense to go on Sunday morning. And that's the one piece of the puzzle that we don't have. But I'm going to tell you what I think is going to happen when we get to that part of the show. So let's dive in. This game is, I already said, Monday night, 8-15, ESPN. It is also on locally on WPXI in Pittsburgh. 
if you're looking to see it in other ways, if you have a NFL plus premium subscription subscription and the premiums, not like it's head and shoulders above the regular. A lot of people, if they have the subscription, they, they might even have the premium. Uh, I got mine for free as a season ticket holder for the Steelers. I got a free premium NFL plus subscription. Well, that works great for preseason games because all the preseason games are quote unquote live. I say, I have to say that because they're delayed. They're, they could, depending on your feed, it could be a couple minutes. It could be as much as five minutes late. But they also have the nationally televised games on NFL Plus Live. So if you're someone who may not have ESPN, but you have NFL Plus, you should be able to catch the game there. There's some other options out there. If you're not sure, uh, check out the How to Watch article at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Um, I'm not sure where it's going to be by the time this podcast is out there uh, because we'll probably put that article back up on, on – it was published Friday, but it's going to probably go back up onto the top of the main page sometime either late Sunday night, early Monday morning, um, so that way it's it's more it's more fresh for people to be able to get the information. So there's no need for the coverage map like we normally have at Behind the Steel Curtain for the Steelers game. We'll still have the coverage map for Sunday for people that are that are interested in other games. So if you want to see what other games you would possibly get, that's still going to be there at curtain.com. It just isn't pertaining to the Steelers game. Also, I like to talk about the weather. Yeah. Um, weather doesn't matter in this one with the Steelers because they're playing in a dome. Um, I, as far as I, I didn't really look at it, it doesn't seem like there's going to be bad weather for people that could be traveling to the game, but, um, it's a, I know at least in Pittsburgh in that area it was supposed to be raining on Sunday, but I didn't really look into it enough to care because the Steelers are playing in a dome. They're actually playing back-to-back weeks in a dome. And I, I saw somewhere that it's the first they've done that in let's just almost 30 years, over 25 years. I'm gonna have to try to look up that stat just to see if that's true, because I think that's that's pretty interesting. So let's get to the betting line. The betting line for the game, it's it it, it adjusted slightly when I went to publish the betting lines on Monday. That's when I generally run the betting line article um, to to highlight the upcoming week. I I went to do the article when it was three points. And by the time we went to publish it, it had moved to two and a half. So I adjusted all my numbers and it has held at two and a half ever since. The Steelers are two and a half point underdogs in Indianapolis. I don't look for that to change. If it does, it could it would be very slightly because there's not any big question marks as if someone's going to play. And even if that's the case, it's not like you get a 4 p.m. Saturday move that would that would show you what's happening. It, it would be very, very late if the line moved at all. So those those are the lines. All right, let's go ahead and 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 uh, take a short break so I can come back, give the injury statuses and what I think is going to happen, at least with the Steelers when it comes to moves, uh, moving into to Monday night and get some other last second thoughts. So stick around. We'll be right back. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, here we are with your last minute thoughts. A day and a half ahead of time. (laughs) Um, If you're not sure, I know you've already listened to it once in the beginning, so I'm not even going to go through it again. So let's go ahead and look at the injuries that came out on Saturday because, remember, the Steelers were on a completely different week 
this week. Yes, they practiced on Wednesday, but there was no injury report. It was Thursday, Friday, Saturday when it came to the injury reports. So there was two players that did not practice at all this week and have been ruled out for the game. That is a cornerback, Akella Witherspoon with the hamstring and running back um, Jalen Warren also with the hamstring. So my thing is I'm kind of getting frustrated that Witherspoon wasn't put on IR earlier again. He missed four games, came back for half a game, and now this will be his third game that he's missed since. I thought the Steelers might move him to IR last week. They didn't. Um, could they still do it this week? Yes, they could. Will they? I don't know because if there's a chance he could come back, they, you know, they're going to stick around. It doesn't seem like they've they've needed to to have that roster spot at this time. So therefore, they have just stuck with it. So that's that's the Akello Witherspoon um, situation. Jalen Warren, to me, this is going to lead to a to a four o'clock move on Monday. Could it be that they bring someone else to the active roster and put, you know, either Jalen Warren? I, I hope it's not him because Coach Tomlin said he didn't think it was as a significant injury. Um, although he, Coach Tomlin, did on Tuesday acknowledge the fact that it did that it, it could keep him out of this game. Um, but hopefully it's not a four-week thing. Could it be Jalen Warren yet? Could they send a Keller Witherspoon? Yeah. To me, they're bringing up a running back from the practice squad. They're not going to go into the game with only two. They're not. And the Steelers actually have three running backs on the practice squad. So they have um, Jason Huntley. They have newly signed this week Master Teague, who played a game with the Steelers in the preseason before he was injured. And to me, the obvious choice of who they are likely going to be bringing up for this game is Anthony McFarland Jr. I think uh, Anthony McFarland Jr. will come up, and he very well could be the number two option for the Steelers as they continue to use Benny Snell on special teams and could possibly still use him. He only played three snaps on Sunday after Jalen Warren went out. He only played three snaps. But what Benny Snell Jr. did more than anything was he was in for pass protection. He wasn't. He didn't see the. Uh, receive a touch or anything like that. So I could see Anthony McFarland actually getting some carries um, if he's brought up in that 4 p.m. move. So I think he will either be a practice squad elevation or if they decide to make a full-out roster move, that would be it. So there's one. So those are the two players that are ruled out for the Steelers uh, in Witherspoon and Warren. There are two other players who are questionable for the game, and that is linebacker Robert Spillane and wide receiver Miles Boykin. Both of them were limited participants on Thursday and Friday at practice. Now, with Spillane, you assume that he probably injured. Um, his is a his back, that he probably did something in practice. It might not have been, but a lot of times when a player's not on the injury report one day, I think I said Thursday, I might be wrong with, I might be having my old time schedule that's typically in there. It was day two. Maybe I should say that. It was day two and day three because I'm getting my days of the week mixed up because of this being a Monday game. So if I said that wrong earlier, I am sorry. So you're looking at Spillane who who was limited on the second practice after not being on the injury report. A lot of times that could be someone who got injured during practice. They started off fine. They're injured during practice. He was not the only one. James Daniels with a groin was also the I'm in a similar situation on Friday on the second practice. But on Saturday, James Daniels, full participant, no injury status. 
Spillane limited, questionable. Do the Steelers need to make a roster move if Spillane can't go? They do not. It would simply be, in my opinion, uh, Mark Robinson in, Robert Spillane out, because Robinson's been there and inactive for all but one game this year. That would likely um, be the be the roster spot that is taken. Then the other one is Miles Boykin with an, with an oblique after not practicing on I got to get the day right. Thursday, he was limited on Friday and Saturday. He is questionable to play. If he doesn't play, the biggest thing with Boykin is the gunner on special teams. So they have other players that could be gunner. It doesn't have to be a wide receiver. But I also don't think the Steelers would go into this game with only four wide receivers, especially with it, you know, being Steven Sims and Gunnar Olszewski is is two and then no one else beyond that. I, I just don't think they would do that. I believe if the if the Steelers don't think he's going to go at four o'clock, they will elevate someone from the practice squad. The Steelers have several options in wide receiver on the practice squad. They have Jamarcus Bradley. Um, they have Josh Malone. But to me, if they're bringing up someone off the practice squad for this game, it's Cody White that's sitting there on the practice squad. He played with the Steelers last year. I mean, he appeared in 15 games. The other thing is you got to remember, Cody White played more special teams than offensive snaps last season. He played 105 special team snaps and only 77 offensive snaps for the Steelers. So he could bring the value on special teams as well. I don't know if it's a gunner. I I can't find a place that tells me exactly what he played on special teams um, in order to figure that out. And frankly, I just don't remember. Maybe you all actually already know. Uh, what it was. So that's something to remember as possible moves for the Steelers. Um, I, I think that you'll definitely see a running back because Jalen Warren's been ruled out. The only question is if there'll be a receiver. If there's not a receiver, then I look for Miles Boykin to be to be active and good to go. If there is a wide receiver, then I look for him to be inactive. All right. The, the Steelers are not the only team playing in this game. So the injury report for the Colts is that they have four players that are questionable. Um, and, and it's kind of interesting how it goes. They have tight end. Um, I guess it's Kylan Granson with an illness. He's questionable because he, he missed practice on Saturday. I don't know that he missed it. Uh, he also missed on Friday and also was projected to miss on Thursday. The Colts didn't actually practice that. So they had an estimated, um, uh, injury report. So for that reason, there's, you know, yeah, illness, but I, I don't know if that's someone that's really involved with the game plan at all. Then you go to the defensive line. You've got defensive end Yannick Ning I always mess up his last name. Ngakwe. I think I got it right there. You know, um, that's probably a name that you know. Um, he's also questionable with a back. He did not practice on Saturday, and also he was limited on Friday. Um so that's going to be real interesting to see if he's going to be able to go. Also, defensive end Quiddy Pay with an ankle. I know that name just from draft stuff. He did not practice on, on Saturday. He also did not practice on Friday, and he was estimated to not have gone on Thursday. So chances are that, that he might not be able to go. And here's another big one. Defensive tackle DeForest Buckner, ribs slash illness, is questionable. I look for him to probably play because he was a full participant on Saturday. Um, he didn't practice on Friday. So we'll see if that's going to hold him out or not. So that is the is the injury report for the Colts. So let's look at a couple things here. Um, when it comes to X-Factors, I don't have the official X-Factors for, for Jeff and I yet. We do those on game day. Um, 
so I can just tell you what I think is is really um, some big X factors. I think I think it's also basically the biggest things to look for in this game. I think it's going to be there's a strength on strength matchup when it comes to the Colts running game versus the Steelers run defense. The Colts have not been very good in the passing game, but the Steelers are also dead last in defending the pass. So that's going to be interesting to see how that goes. But the Colts, what's really been going for them is you know getting Jonathan Taylor going. And the Steelers, the last couple of weeks, ever since the bye, they have done a great job of shutting down the run. They have not given up 100 yards total over the last two games. They are second in the NFL in rush defense over their, over their last two games. Any team you look at their last two games, the Steelers are second only behind the Ravens. Um, and the Steelers are seventh in the NFL with that. So that's, to me, that's strong on strong. And at the same time on offense, you're not on, you know, on the, on the Colts offense, Steelers defense, you're also looking at week on week because the Colts are not as good in the passing game. The Steelers aren't as good as defending it. So that's interesting to look at. But then the other aspect is the Colts defense, they're a good defense. They keep the points down. I'm going to say this. I think this is still shaping up to be a very low-scoring game. I would not be shocked if neither team reaches 20 points. That would not surprise me one bit. I think that might be kind of how it's shaping up. If the Steelers get behind and have to rely on their offense to have to come back and score points on this defense, that's going to be a tough thing to look at. So the Steelers' defense can't start slow. And the offense needs to take advantage of every opportunity. If you get that ball across midfield, you've got to put points on the board. If you get that ball into the red zone, you've got to finish it with a touchdown. That's some really key points for the Steelers. Um, and, and, and you've got to do it right away. You can't take a few drives to get warmed up. You can't check out for part of the game like the offense is, has done too much. Last week, 20 points and a half. Unlike we've seen anything from the Steelers so far, every time the Bengals scored the steel a touchdown in the first half, the Steelers answered it with a touchdown. You know that was great, and then they come out in the second half and they have their first four drives all end with three plays and a kick. So you can't you can't space out and check out and disappear for a quarter of the game. You just can't do it. So that's something that both the offense and the defense for the Steelers can't afford to do. Um, I think this is just a really good, intriguing matchup. Both these teams are very similar in record. Um, I I think um, that what's really going to be interesting is to see if this how the Steelers secondary uh, can can try to slow down the the struggling passing game of the Colts. That honestly has looked better over the last two weeks with Coach Saturday. Um, They've just looked better in general and going back to Matt Ryan in all honesty. But the Colts have also, they've given up the most sacks in the NFL so far this year. So that's something to look at. Can the Steelers get the pressure going against the Colts? Um, uh, those are some important things. I'm, I, I'm excited to see how this team responds to being in prime time. It used to be, you know, all oh, the Steelers on Monday night football, they're going to come through. They have this great record of Monday night football under coach Tomlin because they really get up for Monday night football. This is not the same Steelers team. This is not the same Steelers offense. This is the post Ben Roethlisberger era. 
I want to see if this carries into that or not. So that's something that's very intriguing. Hey, make sure that you're checking out all the podcasts. Like I said, you're going to get your Let's Ride Monday morning, kind of like more of a last-minute thoughts. Jeff is going to get to do some of that stuff there. Then you'll get your bad leg. I don't know what he's going to do for that because bad always talks about the game that just happened. I'm going to be intrigued to see how we, what he's going to figure out um, to do for that being on a game day. And then, of course, I'm not even sure he's going to be on the post-game show. Um, I know I'm scheduled to be on the post-game show. I haven't even checked in with those guys because you're going to get the Steelers preview tonight. That's right. Um, I'm not sure exactly what time we're going. I say we. Um, I'm in and out of town because of, I mentioned before, of a situation um, with a with a, 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 the death of a family member that um, that I'm 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 away for the for the visitation um, Sunday afternoon. I depending on when Jeff and Brian are ready to go, I'm hoping to get back to still be able to do the Steelers preview because that hasn't happened yet for this week. So that is going to be happening later on today. I don't know if it's afternoon. I'm hoping it's more evening so that way I can be a part of it. And then after the game, we got the post-game show. Then the following day, not only are you going to get a cutting room floor, not only are you going to be getting um, a Steelers fix, you're going to be getting a bonus let's ride that's just going to be a short one with Jeff's winners and losers. And then you're also going to be getting a bonus hangover show. I say bonus because it you can't be hung over on Monday when the game is Monday night. So the hangover will be going in the afternoon on Monday and then or not on Monday, sorry, on Tuesday. And then the Scobro show will be going at its normal time. We'll be back to a regular week of podcasts. We will have everything on the website at behind the steel curtain.com. I'm excited to see this team in prime time. Um, as a fan, I want to see it. As someone covering the Steelers, it's like, oh, it's going to be late. I'm going to have a lot of work to do. But you know what? If I'm going to stay up and I'm going to do work for the Steelers, come through with a win. It's so much easier to do this with a win because, after all, we are just fans of the black and gold. Thank you very much. And as I always say to finish these out, go Steelers. Yeah, yeah.